0: to Syracuse and all of central New York. Your glory here among us. Great is our hope. I have to be honest with you. Uh, I was a little disappointed this morning when I woke up and remembered that Phil was here. Not because he's Phil, but because he was going to read the gospel. And I've been practicing all week how to say, Lazarus, come out. And then I realized I wasn't saying it today. Uh, and I share that with you because I think it's such a powerful moment in the gospel to imagine Jesus just finished weeping about his friend, knows that he's going to rise and come out of that tomb. And he says, Lazarus, come out. And then he says, untie him and let him go. Oftentimes I wonder, how did he make it out of the tomb? If his face was covered, how did he walk out? I don't know. I probably would have hit the side of the tomb or something. But I picked actually today's, this vestment, because it has this image of being tied. And I think that uh, for me, when I was reflecting on the Scriptures, that image of being untied came to my mind. And Jesus saying, Lazarus, come out. Now, we hear in the Scriptures that Martha said, Yes, Lord, I do believe that on the last day he will rise again. And Jesus comes into this life again of Martha and Mary and reminds them that That's today. Today he will rise from the dead. And I love the line that I was reflecting on in a commentary mentioned that if Jesus has the power to give us life after we are dead, then Jesus certainly has the power to give us life here and now. Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead in such a public and dramatic way to show his true power over all kinds of life and all kinds of death. See, in our lives, we think of there's biological death and there's spiritual death. There's biological life and spiritual life. We can be alive. Our hearts can be beating. All of the brain cells can be functioning. Uh, our, Our arms can be working. Our legs can be working. Our body can digest food. There's various ways that our body can be working and be alive. And yet, we could also be alive and yet be spiritually dead. Our hearts may be beating, but maybe we feel trapped in sin. Maybe we're battling an addiction. Food, gambling, alcohol, drugs, sex, the phone, the internet, exercise, whatever that may be. We might be seething in anger about something that has happened in the past. We might be paralyzed by fear or isolation or anxiety. We might be obsessed with our looks or money or job or material things. Granted, We are still alive. Our hearts are beating. There's blood thrown through our veins. But yet, we might be spiritually dead. We become, in one sense, like the living dead. Now, we may not be living in a tomb made of stone, but we might be living in a tomb of our body. And there's still tombs. And Jesus is saying to us even today, my son and daughter, come out. I was reflecting on what tomb might God be calling us to come out of today. It might be one of those various things that I mentioned, maybe coming out of the tomb of anger or addiction or obsession or fear or anxiety or isolation. Jesus is not this just distinct figure that we, for example, may see in our mural of the glorification of Christ, but he's here and now. He comes to us every single liturgy through a sacred word and through a piece of bread. How amazing is that, that he comes not only to feed us bodily when we, get, when we receive the body of Christ, but spiritually as well. One of my favorite lines in in some of the sacraments is that it calls the Eucharist as food for the journey. It gives us bodily and spiritually nourishment. One of the things that was coming up to my mind as I was reflecting on the Scriptures was uh, a time ago, um, I went to a therapist's office, and in his office, he had this uh, tissue box And it said on it, it's not a real cry unless there is snot. It's not a real cry unless there is snot. Maybe we need to take time to weep like Jesus, to weep at the death of his friend Lazarus, to take time to weep of letting go of what is burdening us, letting go of that tomb. Maybe that is letting go of that addiction, letting go of that obsession, that anger. That's going to hurt. We may cry. And that's that's okay. I was fascinated by this word, the name Lazarus. And I went and, and went to good old Google and searched meaning the name Lazarus. And it came up to say the name Lazarus Has the Hebrew name of Eleazar, which means and translates to God will help. Lazarus is the Greek version of that name that we hear in the New Testament today. God will help. The tombs that we're in, whatever they may be, however small they may be, however big they may be, however wrapped up we may feel in that tomb. God is here to help. God will help here and now. It doesn't have to be something that happens at the resurrection of the last day, but he's come to us here and now. So I invite you today to reflect on what tomb is God calling you out of? And when we hear my son and daughter, come out. And we do that today. In you are everyday, becomes eternity. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us and our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org. Deep inside, we know that it'll cost us something to open up our lives and share our faith. But this is our call, to open our lives and to share Christ with the people close to us. That's why we're running Alpha. It's a course over several weeks where you can invite your friends to explore life's biggest questions over a meal. It's a chance for you to invite that person into an honest conversation about faith. Alpha, who will you invite?